I'm sorry, but old Harpo can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh, cause she's dead. Hi friends, it's your girl Harpo. What's up? It's the first episode of Brown Girl Guilt. Are y'all as stoked as I am? Well, if you've been an OG Harpo stan since day one, thanks man, you're a real one. And if you just got acquainted with me, hi, hello, Sashrikal, I think you're going to like it here. So I'm fully committed to giving you all spicy episode after episode, and I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am. Not just for hosting the episodes, but all the elements of production that kind of go into a podcast and its episodes. And while not like spicy, spicy, this first episode is kind of spicy for me because my first ever guest is none other than me madre. So not to get all senti on y'all, but my relationship with my mom has been a pretty wild, complex, nuanced one. I've had to take care of her literally my whole life, sometimes more than she took care of me. And this obviously does not make her a bad mom. It just means that, you know what, damn, life is like a big bundle of tangled headphones, which honestly, I feel like I haven't used in a really long time because I'm bougie and I use AirPods. But my mother spent most of her life without her own mother. And for reasons that probably only psychology and Marion Woodman can explain, I ended up filling in for that role in her life a lot. And this was further exasperated when my nanny died by suicide in 2016. That's when shit really started to pop off and hit the fan. And that's when the universe called out to me and said, that's it. We're going to start healing. But I will say that after many, many, many sessions of therapy and leaving Surrey to go like F off and live on my own for a year, I realized that I needed my relationship with my mom to fall apart so that I could fall apart. And I needed to build that relationship back up so that I could build myself back up. And let me just say, it hasn't been easy. I know people in pop culture and the world all together like want us to believe that mother-daughter relationships are supposed to be fun and deep and some sort of something. But waking up and realizing life isn't actually like that is kind of a wild awakening. It's also not very real or realistic to assume that you and your mom are going to be like BFFs and have a wonderful, beautiful relationship. And so this relationship has been the toughest one in my life and repairing it has been crucial. It makes me who I am and what I will become. And all of my inner child healing has stemmed from something called the mother wound. And so for me, it was an understanding my mother that I was able to fully understand myself. So naturally, it's also most intentional for me to set the foundation of brown girl guilt with the person who has given me my foundation. So guys... This debut episode of Brown Girl Guild is with none other than my mom, Manmeet, who you will often hear me lovingly refer to as Meethe, as well as my friends, because now they all call her Meethe too. And so in this episode, I ask her what she gained, what she lost by becoming my mother at the age of 19, like literally guys, 19, a baby having a baby. Um, and also asked her what it means to be the mother of a bold, sassy, tenacious daughter. That's me, bro. So get excited. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Here we go. This episode of Brown Girl Guilt is sponsored by Preeti, the esthetician from the skin doctor. Think about it. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Taking care of it requires effort and care. And I always say skincare is self-care and it's a radical act of self-love. 
Breathe the at the Skin Doctor will help you first set up your skincare practices and then help you achieve your skincare goals. She can literally help your skin shine. And with board-certified dermatologists and the latest scientific technology, you literally can't go wrong with picking this place and these experts. So visit theskincaredoctor.com or check them out on Instagram at the.skindoctor and make sure that you tell them your girl Harpo sent you. So mom, you excited to be on the first episode of Brown Girl Guilt? Yeah, I am. Yeah? Kind of. Kind of. Why not all the way? No, I'm happy. Yeah? I'm happy. Well, I think it's like a pretty big deal for me to have you on my first episode. And the reason I wanted to have you on the first episode was because when we were planning the podcast and planning the schedule, uh, you know, we were like, okay, we should have like a really strong, powerful woman on the first episode. And then I thought to myself, who is the strongest, most powerful woman in my life? And sometimes we always look outside, right? Like we look to see who's on TV. We look to see who's like, who we who we like a celebrity or like anybody in the community. But we never think about the strong, powerful women that are in our houses. And now those are our moms. So that's why I wanted to have you on the first episode because you are the most strongest, most powerful woman in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. Thank you. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like a strong, powerful woman? Mm, yeah, sometimes. Why only sometimes? Sometimes I feel so weak. After you born, I feel really strong mm -hmm. because somehow I feel, oh, now I have the daughter. Mm -hmm. I have to be strong mm -hmm. and somehow I'm strong and I feel myself is really proud of, of me, myself, mm -hmm. because I have the daughter. Okay. There's so many people need, oh, I have Munda Chaida, Munda Chaida. Oh, I have some boy, boy, boy. But kind of I'm inside. I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. I have a daughter. So your strength came from, let's say, becoming a mom to a daughter. Yeah. And I remember when you born and my uh, sister-in-law's mother-in-law, and she came one day and you are my hand and she told me how you feeling you have a, a daughter mm -hmm. and now you mom she call you mom how you feeling that day i feel oh i'm mom now mm -hmm. it's such a uh, big day that day even the I don't feel uh difference when you born that day I feel really different that day mm -hmm. when she told me you mom now yeah. you have daughter then I feel oh really when I go my room mm -hmm. and um uh stand in mirror and I feel I look myself at and uh, I oh really I'm mom now yeah and I have a really beautiful daughter wow and that's you oh yeah me your perfect child your favorite child oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah now I have my son too but your brother but yeah I feel really different your time yeah. Why do you yeah. think do you, why do you think it's different for you to be like maybe not why? How is it different for you to be a mom to a daughter than it is for a son? Like what's the difference you think? I feel myself on you. Okay, so you see yourself in me, let's say. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I've, sometimes I feel that way. I feel like um, I think moms are sometimes like harder on their daughters or they are like they, they treat their daughters a certain way because sometimes they're doing to their daughters or they want their daughters to have what they didn't have. So I remember like growing up, you would always want to do my hair a different style or like you always wanted me to wear certain clothes, right? Yeah. Indian clothes, non-Indian clothes. Yeah. Even up until a few years ago, you always wanted me to dress a certain way and I had yeah. to fight back. But I eventually realized you wanted me to do those things and look that way because you never got to do those things. And yeah. seeing me do that made you happy on the inside uh, as a maybe like the 10 the year old Manith or the 15 year old Manith. She didn't get those things. But seeing Harpreet at 10, Harpreet at 15, that made you happy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I also wanted to ask you, like you're talking about how you became a mom in that moment, right? Before that, life was different for you. And then life became different for you after that. So I have a picture of you in my room on the wall. And it's a picture of you on the day of your wedding. It's in the morning. It's before you even got married. And I love that picture because for me, like, you're very young in that picture. You're 18, right? And I think, like, for me, that represents um, a kind of innocence and a kind of uh, naivety that seems very peaceful, right? So you became a, a wife at 18 and then you became a mom at 19. What did you as a woman though, right? Not as a mom, not as a wife. What did you as a woman, what do you feel like you missed out on in life by becoming like a wife and becoming a mom so early in life? What do you feel like you missed in life as a woman? Uh, my teenager time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, fun, fun. Uh, um time uh you dress up go go whatever you want yeah uh, like freedom independence freedom, yeah you looks boys <laughs> you missed out on dating yeah <laughs> would you have even dated oh my god oh i do have chance <laughs> you don't even have the chance if, if i have chance then i definitely i can do it yeah right <laughs> yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah. dad's gonna hear this and say excuse me <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 that part is uh that moment i miss myself so something I wanted to ask you about was when you grew up in India, you didn't go to school, like you didn't get a formal education. I think you were, from what I know, you were like maybe nine or 10 and you got pulled out of school for family reasons, right? Family responsibilities. Nani used to be unwell. So you started to take care of the house, right? At like nine, 10, you were always doing the cooking, the cleaning, taking care of your dad, your brothers. So you didn't get a formal education. And then because you didn't get a formal education, you moved to Canada, you didn't know how to speak, read or write the language, right? Um, but what I remember is that a few years ago, you actually enrolled yourself into English classes and you wanted to learn English. Um, why did you do that? And what did you want to do that for? Because I feel sometimes when I my friends sitting and they uh, speak really fluently English and they write down something, mm -hmm. then I feel so uh, guilty. Oh, I can't do it. I feel so guilty. Mm -hmm. Then one day I just um, decided, oh, I want to learn English. And I can do it. Otherwise, I'm, I feel I'm perfect. Mm -hmm. But I 
oh something is missing on me mm-hmm. then I then I decided and I just go mm-hmm. and learn English. Yeah. See, and the reason that I bring that that up is uh, you might be wondering, like, why are you asking this question? Because for me, that was so important for me as your daughter to see. Like, there's something that my mom feels like she's less than in, right? Something that she's insecure about mm-hmm. and she wants to rectify. She wants to fix it, right? I think um, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but daughters are always watching their moms, right? So when you did that, you decided to do that for yourself. It was very empowering for me to see like my mom is putting herself first, especially when in our culture, in our families, we see that our moms don't necessarily put themselves first, um, that you were putting yourself first. I really liked seeing that. And that's why I was wondering, like, what was it that made you want to get up and say, I'm going to do this for myself? You know? Yeah. You're feeling a little senti right now? Little bit, yeah. Why are you being senti? <laughs> because I feel really, um, really guilty when I go uh, your dad outside, mm-hmm. and there's some girls that speaking really good English, and he's speaking really good English. When I um, standing with him, I feel so a guilty feel low just like mai ko shundi nahi ki mai de like nahi hagi eh ni good english bolde ya padhe likhe ya mai ik sona kapda paanna look good honna i'm not looking mm-hmm. modern jab tak je kise nu pata laguga oh edi wife nu kuch aunda nahi hega edi wife edda hai kai vir family de vich vi mainu sometimes it's in family uh, they feel uh, i feel really guilt when i my sister laws my mm-hmm. they all uh, they speak really uh, good english or they write down it fluently they write down anything i feel really guilty mm-hmm. i feel really shame to myself mm-hmm. yeah or oh, this thing is i missing my in my life mm-hmm. Right. What's interesting is that you feel those um, feelings of guilt and shame only when other people are around, right? Like when it's just you on your own, you don't necessarily feel like that's something that you should that you should work on or something that you should do, right? Like you only feel guilty and shameful when there's other people in the picture. What if there was no people in the picture, right? What if what if your husband also didn't speak English and and didn't feel comfortable speaking English? Would you still feel guilty? You think? but sometime i feel this um myself too mm-hmm. when i go some uh, a doctor appointment or they give me a form i feel it mm-hmm. right then i feel really guilty mm-hmm. because i now i i write on myself anything or read anything that time is really mm-hmm. um hard, hard yeah and yeah. I, you know so if i was to put myself in in the same scenario like when you when when i was younger when i was like 9 10 11 even and you didn't know how to fill out forms and i would go to the doctor's office with you and i would have to fill things out at such a young age or you know i used to write checks remember when when dad wasn't home i used to yeah. have to write checks and i used to be so scared i think i'm still so scared to write a check because i'm so scared that i'm going to ruin it and i'm going to get in trouble for ruining a check even at age 24 but it was because you didn't know how to do those things and Uh, like a couple years ago when i started to go to therapy i was like i would say like oh i'm so mad that i had to do those things because my mom didn't know how to do them you know but now listening to you 
I can understand that it wasn't your fault. Like it wasn't something that you were doing on purpose. It was just the reality of it. Yeah. Right. So I actually, I, I, a question that I want to ask is very related to what I just said. You know, um, when you became a mom to me, that was the first time you were a mom. That was your first try at it. That was, you'd never done it before. It was your first time. Um, and you were also very, very young, right? Like you became my mom at 19. And so, so many mistakes were probably made, right? We both know that. Um, but they're, they're mistakes that I don't think we've both ever talked about, right? I've never said to you, mom, like you did this to me and I'm really mad at you and I'm working on it myself. Um, but if you had to give me an explanation, what would you say to me? If, if you wanted, if I came to you and I said, mom, you made all these mistakes and I'm mad at you, what would you say? What I say, I'm really young that time. Mm -hmm. But how I, um, how to actually be a mom. Yeah. 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 And, but, uh, but, 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 and after that, when I learned those things after a few years, then it's too late. Mm -hmm. You grown up. Mm -hmm. You but thank God to my husband. Mm -hmm. He's supporting me so much. And your dad's the both I'm young, but my husband is so sports supporting me. Support supportive of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And behind you mm -hmm. you learn everything how mm -hmm. how um the world, the peop different people, how how you treat the people how you you trust somebody mm -hmm. or you not trust somebody they everything he's you learn mm -hmm. or uh, even i learn myself right through dad from my husband and your dad right see but yeah. i think um even though that's the case like yes you did but i think you know you and i have to um we're gonna have to accept you and i are both gonna have to accept that like i needed a mom Right. Yeah. I didn't need just a dad growing up. I needed a mom. And as much as like, yes, you were young, um, you know, yes, you were still learning. Yes, you made mistakes. Um, a part of me is always still going to feel a very certain way towards you, towards my childhood, towards our relationship, because you couldn't be that mom. Right. And it's it's scary for me to even talk about those things with you. It, you know, it, it's hard for me to even talk about those things with you. I think some things that I'm able to talk about with other people about what I needed from you or wh what I wanted from you, um, I can't say them to you. Right. Because first of all, because it's too hard. And second, because I don't want to hurt your feelings because I know you were so young, you know. But I think um, I think the reason that I wanted you to be the first guest is also because um like the ways that our relationship is, you know how you say like, I'm an anxious person, I'm this, I trust people really quickly, I'm too quick and all these kinds of things. I'm all of those things too, right? The only the only re thing is that I'm learning more about myself and I'm learning more and more how much I am like you. And there's a lot of things like, even though I love you and you're my mom and you know, I came out of you, <laughs> right? 
um, and I know you love me too, there's a lot of things about me that are you that I don't like, right? And you might might know that too about yourself, right? You might think to yourself too, like that there's so many things that you didn't like about Nani, maybe, and then you became her, parts of you became her, and you might think, oh, I'm just my mom, like my mom, and I don't want to be like my mom. So, you know, like that's why I wanted to even have you as the first guest, because a lot of the stuff that I'm learning to let go, I'm releasing, I'm working on are things that I became because of our relationship, right? And I think I have to be very honest with you in saying that a lot of those things are stuff that I'm, you know, if there's like a knot, right? If there's like a bunch of thuggy and they're all tied together and they're messy, my whole job right now in my life for myself is to open those knots and to let go of those knots. And a lot of it has to do with our relationship. A lot of it has to do with things that I didn't get from you, right? Or or things that I learned from you or didn't learn from you, you know? And I wanted to ask you all these questions because I think we all deserve to know our moms more. I think we need to learn about our moms as their, as their women, not just as our moms, right? Yeah. So the last question I want to ask you, it's actually pretty funny and spicy for me at least. Um, okay, so I'm... I'm such a loud, bold person, right? Ever since I was a kid, I've just been the girl that talks to them so much. Um, and I I used to get in trouble, not because I like did stupid, like I, I would do stupid things, but I would get in trouble because people would be like, oh, like, like, you know, like I, I, I would just, I'm, I'm a crazy person, I think, right? Like I, but crazy in the way, like I'm very bold. I'm very sassy, right? I, I'm very tenacious. Like, really, I'm a strong person. I'm a strong woman, right? But for you, as my mom, right, what was it like for you to raise a daughter like me? What was it like for you to raise a, a, a daughter with such strong opinions and someone who is such a, like, feminist or, like, is very empowered, very strong, right? Um, somebody who tells you what she's going to do and tells you where she's going to go, not ask you if she can go somewhere, not ask you if she can do something. Did you ever feel challenged? Did you ever feel uncomfortable? Or what did you learn from having a daughter like me? I never feel guilt. I have like daughter like you. Mm -hmm. I learned so many things for you. Mm -hmm. Just like, uh, your voice will be strong. Mm -hmm. You write, you speak really uh, strongly, mm-hmm. always, bolna, such bolna. Mm-hmm. And I learn from my daughter and you. I am your daughter, yeah. Do you have another one? apne apnu mein pehla rakhna hai. I am first. Yeah. And hor baache. So you learned that from me. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you're learning. I always wondered, did you ever, did you ever feel like I, did you ever wish that like maybe I was just quieter or maybe I just was a little bit more like of a, uh, I don't know how to say this, like a little bit more complacent. Um, somebody who just like did listen, doesn't really like cause any trouble, rocks the boat. You never felt that no, way? No. Why not? Sometimes I don't feel it. Like you're my daughter. <laughs> what does it feel like? You, that, that's strong. <laughs> what do I, I'm not strong that much. But what right? does it feel like if I'm I, not your daughter? Say it. I'm waiting for you to say it. I already know it. You feel like I'm your mom. Yeah. Yeah. You feel Sometimes like you lose my mom. But we got to talk about that one day, okay? We got to yeah. talk about that one day. If yeah. you feel like I'm more like your mom and less yeah. your daughter, yeah. that's a problem, sis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like that with my mom. Yeah. And But you know what, though? I think that's um, that's the beauty of the mother-daughter relationship as I think more than anything as women, we're always learning from one another. And so just like you're learning from me, I'm probably going to learn from my daughter one day. 
You know yeah. what I mean? God hoping I have one, but you know, I'm going to learn from her. One part I really like it. Mm-hmm. You say, mom, set the boundary. Yeah, I was waiting for you to use that word. Set the boundary, mom. You have to. Yeah. Then I just, last year, I set the, some boundaries for me. Yeah. Myself. You got to. Then you I know said, what? No, no. Let's, let's talk about one thing really quickly. One time you set a boundary with me. Yeah. Right. You. So I used to say to mom, I used to tell mom these stories and she used to get triggered. And my mom said to me, Harper, you know what? Actually, I don't like it when you tell me these things. So please don't tell me them anymore because it really makes me anxious and it makes yeah. me nervous. And I was like, oh, mommy set a boundary with me. But that was, I think, proud moment. It was like I felt like a proud mom, you know, in that yeah. moment. Yeah. That 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 thing is I learned from you. Yeah. You say me, you set the boundaries, then I see that. Mm-hmm. That day I told you. You told me, yeah. Don't don't tell me any that the stupid things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you did. That yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, on that note, thank you so much, Mom, for being on my first ever episode um for Brown Girl Guilt. How did it feel? Oh. Do you feel okay? You feeling good? Oh yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I, yeah. F- I really feel happy. Yeah. And I proud myself. That time I really feel my myself, I really proud myself. Mm-hmm. I have daughter. Yeah. Thank for God. Thank God, yes. Yeah. So if um anybody is listening to this episode who um has a daughter, if if a mom's listening to this. Um, or for anybody who is going to be the parent of a daughter, it can be, it doesn't have to be just a mom for anyone that's going to eventually be a parent for a daughter. Um, what advice would you give, um, to them for raising their daughters? Just trust, trust your daughter, mm-hmm. trust your kids yeah. and sir, don't break your trust mm-hmm. and just kudiyanu jilan do. Because we are some uh, a daughter and mother. Now they are daughter and we are mom. Because Right. Yeah, well, now you're, you know, oh, yeah, to see or nisake, kudiya, thordele, ordinya. Yeah. Apne le, thordele, bi. Yeah. And all the women before you. Yeah. Right? Kite apna ap inade vich dekke. Just mm-hmm. trust karo apniya kudiya te. Te ina norland do. Let them fly. Alrighty. Thank you so much, mom. Love you. Love you too, baby. Uh, I'll see you on the other side of this microphone because we live together. Ayy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, say bye. Bye. And there you have it, folks. My therapist would be so freaking proud of me right now. On that note, I'm going to go pour me a fat one because I deserve it. That was a lovely conversation. I'm so stoked and excited that you're all going to be joining in for the ride. I hope that was spicy enough for you all to tune in again. Every Sunday, Brown Girl Guild, new episode is going to be out and it's going to be spicier than the one previous to that. That's going to be a lot of merchan that I'm going to have to keep maintaining But thank you guys. Thank you for allowing me to cultivate this space. Thank you for entering this space. And like always, let's just continue to practice gratitude, glory, and grace with those around us and for ourselves first and foremost. Love you guys. Bye.